0: Welcome to the Radiant Black Podcast, baby. Today's episode, we're going to talk about Excel, our favorite new character, baby. I'm joined by my friends, baby. Is that enough times? I think it's enough times. Charlie, Ali, and Matt, how is everyone doing today?
1: Really good. I mean, this is this book is making an impact on you. You have these new characters. I'm interested to see where this goes. But yeah, I'm always excited to talk. We got a big podcast today. I'll let you talk about what uh, the itinerary is, but I'm excited to be here with a uh, great crew as always.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's uh, I was re- really excited to be on again, finally getting some decent weather up in up in Toronto. So I'm finally able to go outside, play some basketball and also getting spoiled with all these great comics. And
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm doing great, too. Excited to talk about the stuff. Good issue rating, Black, Rogue Son. And, uh...
0: So this is an interesting issue, obviously a lot to look forward to in this issue, but also. One thing everybody was really excited for was the homage to Incredible Hulk 340, an iconic cover by Todd McFarlane. And I got to say, Marcel Acosta's cover here is incredible. I was so excited to see this for the first time like a month ago when they dropped it. I was very curious about who the character was. And honestly, after this issue, I really hope we see more of Shear soon because he's. I found him really entertaining. I th- that's yeah, a good I heard- word to describe him. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah,
2: no, he was he definitely had some some crazy energy going, but he could definitely he almost had one of those. I don't know, just you could hear the voice jump off the page and it just like irritates you almost. But no, just like
0: Kyle like, called uh, him a crypto bro. That's what Kyle
2: called yes, him. Yes, yes. I, I <laughs> just like they were saying, like, crypto bros are worse than death on occasion, for sure. Like,
3: you know, when when Michael told us uh, last episode about how much he despises him and how unlikable he is that's this is not definitely not what i had in mind i thought he was gonna be like an awful villain doing shitty things but somehow i think this is worse
1: (laughs) (laughs) wait you guys found him cringe Uh, in in the best way (laughs) in the best way yeah
0: yeah yeah okay i
1: did i did a different interpretation of it then i guess i I thought i I love
0: sheer i love sheer i think he's great yeah i would need to see more of him but This this issue's title is retaliation, which is a fitting title for this issue given what's happening. What sorry, what happened last issue and what's happening this issue. But one thing also to note is that the pencilers are Marcel Acosta and Eduardo Figueroa. Something I noticed my first read-through. I noticed that the faces were a little bit more expressive uh, in some in some instances, and I thought, hmm, this kind of looks like Eduardo's artwork. So I was very happy to see that we've already got Eduardo on this issue and. We've got him on next issue, I think doing full-time, sorry, the full artwork on the next issue on Radiant Black 15. So that's honestly something else to look forward to. I think this is the first time we've seen an inker on a Radiant Black issue. So uh, Jonas Trindade, or Jonas Trindade, very uh, nice work, very fantastic work. I really enjoyed seeing some inking on some Radiant Black, uh, on a Radiant Black issue, probably why there's more expression in all the faces. And then colorist, of course, the fantastic Igor Monti joined by a color assistant, Sabrina Del Grosso, and then we have Becca Carey doing the letters. Man, that's a big creative team today. But also the last part of Beast Heart Strikers, which we literally just recorded with the incredible Land Pits and Joe Hunter, and that'll be out very soon as well. So huge, huge issue here today.
1: Definitely. And uh, I think that Jonas did an incredible job to get a shitty pun in there before we continue.
0: So we start in 4, of course, and this time we're starting with Nathan. We see that you know we've seen this all in the previews. He's in bed with JJ. They're having a good time. They're just waking up in the morning. You know, guys got the girl. Typical. He's just happy. They almost they're you know catching up. He brings up what is it? His ex roommate or something? And she, Braden. And Braden. Yep. Yeah. And it's that moment where it's like it's like you know what he's asking, and and she just calls him out on it right away, right?
2: i'm really curious to see um brayden it seems like nathan and brayden have some history they're old roommates um i i think so yeah yeah douchey old roommate um i'm really curious to see a marshall and uh brayden confrontation at some point that, that could be pretty interesting
1: i feel like we're teasing next issue right because we see them on set up for the uh, i guess like the cowl tv show or movie that they're making so
0: well there uh, it could
1: be a yeah, they used to be gaffers together, yeah. right? So I feel like we're at least foreshadowing, yeah. if not next issue in the future for sure. This Brayden isn't in a nowhere. I mean, Kathy, we actually saw Kathy's face and got a name drop. She's a bigger deal, but Braden, he could be a he could be a big deal.
0: Yeah, is Brayden gonna be the next Owen? That is the new question we're gonna talk about. Here. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, you never know. Like he's just, he, he already sounds questionable, but uh, yeah, JJ calls him out on it. He has coffee already, water already on a timer, which uh, you know is very sexy, apparently. <laughs> and we're getting caught up on last issue's events, where we find out—and we already knew this last last time—but you know, just to confirm it, we find out that Axel. From, yes, Axel didn't actually yeah. end up getting killed, so yes. Marshall didn't go full dark, uh, but he did—you know—beat beat his ass. He bitch slapped him almost, and and I love that. That's the first thing. What that was brought, I think a lion brought up when we were when we were discussing Radio Black 40 it was like that, that radiant bitch slap, which I love. So or I think it was a Kyle, but I don't know. Someone brought it up somewhere. So I love that. And uh, that was awesome. So Excel's not dead. You know, we, we're kind of getting we're, we're getting the aftermath of what happened. And it's pretty intense. Like, I got, we got to put myself in Nathan's shoes here. You know, you're just having a wonderful morning. You're waking up after, you know, a, an amazing day with your with your partner. And now you see all this news and, you know, it's like your best friend out there doing all this stuff. He's kind of shook, it seems. Oh, no, yeah. for sure. Especially that their relationship is
3: kind of weird right now, too, right? And then he has to hear about the shit from uh, from Twitter, watching it on the news. And he. I feel like I, on some level, Nathan uh, feels a little bit responsible, too, because... He got it first, and he also is not there for Marshall, so we kind of see that expanded upon later on the issue as well.
2: Yeah, for sure. Re- real quick, it seems like um, Brush and Uncle Pete's are doing good, trending up there. Rip Uncle Pete. That's a, a. a little more sad, but br- Brush is <laughs> Brush is definitely trending up there. I like to see it. Yeah,
0: and it, and it, you know they ask the important questions. How do you keep your down under under what under <laughs> control? So Under control. That, okay. th- those are the questions that matter. And th- that's the first thing I posted <laughs> in the latest issue discussion when this issue came out, because we got to ask the appropriate questions.
1: At the top here, I just want to say, uh, does Nathan not look like this is the most Nathan looks like Nathan from oblivion song, just the way he's drawn with like the lines on his face and just just the way it looks like. the Yeah, shock, yeah, yeah, I get the. Vibes. Yeah, yeah, I see, yeah. I see it too.
0: For sure. Lighting and everything. But uh, yeah, we get to the Crypto Bro ad. In the next page, which is which is quite the ad. This is our first introduction to Sheer, and what an introduction it is! I mean, right away you're getting the douchebag vibes. Like, I mean, starting with an ad—that's quite a statement. And you know, this ad gives it all. It gives you the power of branding, baby. It gives you a dope monkey PFP, and it gives you dope new drone can to show off the whip. So, what are, what are your initial thoughts yeah. after this introduction of uh, Sheer?
2: Yeah, honestly, for me, I had to, I just. Put the book down for a second kind of just shook my head and i was like okay this is what we're getting into and uh and it just continued from there but no I, I i did really enjoy him he was he was definitely i i like how all the villains have their own kind of different personalities like they're not all the same
0: oh
2: yeah i i, yeah, the I, I liked it shaping i like it yeah
3: definitely definitely but I, I i liked how he was introduced like it definitely felt like a real crypto bro ad you would see on twitter or instagram or whatever and that's one of the things i like about this book like rating black in general is that it, it connects or relates to real life and current events all the time right we see the this chat, Branding, even on twitter baby. before we see it. Says it, it, says it. <laughs> Branding, <baby. laughs> even when uh oh, when man. nate when nathan has his phone he's uh superhero urdo you know so Oh, my should gosh. Pass yeah. up all the time,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I mean, props to Kyle. It's a mouthful, though. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because he's got this, like, whole setup. And, I, I once again, I want to praise the, the inker here who did an amazing job. Jonas Strindade, like, fantastic inking. There's a lot of details, but the colors are glorious. I mean, truly, like, Igor Monti, take a bow, sir, because this issue you recognize it right away and and we talked about this before on the discord with others where even in panels where you honestly don't even need to put that much flash where you don't need to put that much you know just to make it look extra but he does he puts that extra like on that panel where he's swerving from the first person perspective on the bike you know all the colors are just beautiful oh and yeah then you get the next one he's with, the best in the game yeah, exactly with the chromatic effect like it's just beautiful man is killing it And then the contrast between those very light colors to the darker colors at uh, Shear's actual headquarters with all the monitors. And I just want to, I again, want to admire the detail of the uh, images on the monitors themselves. It's really cool to see just that, you know, that reflection. It almost has like a Simone de Mayo effect. So (laughs) like awesome stuff, very cool layout, cool headquarters. I like the little touch there with the glowing uh, keyboard. I like, you know, just, I like when they're up to date on the pop culture on the, the, the current trends and everything and you know kids like their rgbs (laughs) that was cool Uh, interesting to see the the, the, you know the other perspective because we get the perspective the beginning of the issue from nathan's perspective and now we're getting from marshall's perspective where he's he's almost like nathan's kind of horrified with everything that's being said on the media about Radiant black whereas marshall's beginning to feel positive about it like he's almost proud
2: yeah, for sure. I'm I'm thinking I, I was I was curious to see if we were gonna see Marshall kind of like in it back in that black suit this issue. I think he's kind of th- like thrown it thrown it underneath maybe or I'm 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 really curious what happened to that, but it's it kind of seems like he's he's a little more a little more in the dumps than normal. He kinda definitely had a little little bit of attitude for
1: it might for just Navy. be when he powers up. It might not just be like with the symbiote when it's on all the time yeah. for a bit yeah i think it might be like maybe like super saiyan 2 kind of
2: yeah
0: i think oh, it has okay. to do with his emotions as well as some other people yeah say. yeah like, that, that's why i didn't understand did, like trigger the them day. when he's triggered okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so like like maybe someone has to piss him off so like he'll get the power-ups i, I want to see like one thing someone mentioned earlier and this is a bit of a sidetrack but i guess it's also relevant someone was asking cherish of course whether we've seen you know satomi's cloak mode basically and she basically told us to stay tuned so i'm very excited to see what Mm -hmm. satomi can do with her next power up but yeah it's, it's interesting to see that like the reception is all over the place. Like we're reading, you know, there's it's like someone saying about time someone in Chicago had the spine to stand up to thugs. And then say this other guy's like to celebrate someone's uh, violently assaulted defensive person like that. When someone's like defending him or saying, well, well, yeah, but he didn't kill him, right? And like this person tore down a South Side staple. So it's almost like people are kind of beginning to warm up to Radiant Black as this like Chicago hero, as this like Lockport hero almost. So it's very interesting to see even, even like in this case, they're making jokes with like with alderman. You're a progressive, and it's like this is Uncle Pete's we're talking about, for God's sake. Like you know, Uncle Pete's is <laughs> something that's enjoyed by all the locals. Best pizza so. in the world. Exactly. We've so. all
1: we've all lost a restaurant and changed our whole belief system. It happens. It really does. Honestly, like <laughs> when, mean, when we lost like, the Hooters here in Nova, at, Nova Scotia. Lost <laughs> oh boy. Like right.
0: Like there's Rest a whole debate about it. Like <laughs> come on, man. Well you got a whole time movies made about this kind of stuff. So
3: I just want to say they called they called it a um a pimp smack. They said the way he absolutely pimp smacked. Pimp Axel. smack,
0: exactly. Yeah, so yeah. even in the comic they talked to Kyle <laughs> knows, man. Kyle knows he did that deliberately. We I love how we're all hearkening back to these things because it's so funny. But yeah. The, and right as we you know, we just said there's a contrast between him smiling at the TV and then Nathan being horrified, and then just in the next page, you get it again, you get it where it's like, ah. Uh, I like, just want to say real quick that knock
3: gave me like anxiety. That felt like like a like a aggressive knock, like I'm angry knock, you know.
2: You
0: felt
3: yeah. those bangs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's 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 awkward because, you know, we saw last issue there's been this tension all this time between the two every time he tried to talk to, you know, every time one of them tried to talk to the other, but mostly Marshall trying to approach Nathan it just wasn't the right time. And of course, Marshall is been understanding of that because Nathan's been you know stuck in existence dealing with all kinds of bullshit of his own right basically dying going through all kinds of crises so it's not like you know Marshall's being an asshole I think he totally understands which is why he's been giving him yeah. the necessary space but I think Marshall's smart here I think he made a statement right he did something with his actions and allowed his actions to speak
2: yeah yeah reading through this that that's interesting going through that the second like reading through this again or just glancing over it i had it in my head that the the dark suit kind of was kind of chewing away and making him a little more upset but like thinking about it now i i totally believe it's very ju- it's it's very justified in a way why why he feels why he feels this way
0: oh yeah and and it's weird because in one of those situations where I guess you guys can expand on this more, I do a map, but it, it's like none of them are really the bad guy. Like of course, like Marshall's kind of teetering on the gray area a little bit there because he's a bit um, yes. explosive, erratic, right? But like I don't think either of them have really embraced like being bad. Yeah, I think they're both kind of looking out for each other in their own way, and that might not be what needs to be happening, but it is what is happening.
1: Sometimes you got to work on you, right? Like Nathan just died. Like he, he, he was at rock bottom and then he like basically died, came back to life. He has supernatural powers. Like he got this, um, a lot of power. And when you lose power and stuff like that, right? Like a kind of corrupts yeah. you. It, it affects your ego. Like what we're seeing with Marshall where, He's got he's got more power than he's ever, you know, he's been lusting for some kind of thing that makes him unique. and He's finally got it, whereas Nathan had that. But now he's come back to life and he's got JJ back in his life on top of writing. So it's hard to be there for your best friend who's got the ability that you've been lusting after that you lost. Right. And you're kind of jealous about you're trying to be cool about it. It's also just a so weird dynamic. So it's it's a really genius like web that like Kyle Higgins has weaved here where it's really no one you're right no one's really the villain people are kind of angry like Marshall's going down that path a little bit but sometimes you need your friends to balance you out you need to bounce ideas off people especially with this power he has the podcast guys but I mean that's like a business relationship these guys know each other in and out there you go now, that,
0: nice that, now that you say it, it's actually really smart I think about it because it's not only in that respect but normally the person that would be there to help them through that phase like you just said like they need each other but nathan's almost replaced marshall with jj whereas like marshall kind of sees that dynamic and he sees that yeah like like you said like i've gained these powers and i'm badass but like even though i have these powers i still don't have my best friend who's back now but he's with this yep. girl, And he's it. it makes it even he's worse. A good family, yeah. too. Yeah, and he doesn't have anyone. He doesn't have a partner. He doesn't have. Yeah, he the mother, family.
2: He's pissed he just has, he's the dog. just has
0: the dog. <laughs> Wait, did he did he ever get
3: his dog back or did? did yeah, he got him back from the mom. It from it? The mom. Yeah, yeah, he got him back. Okay, I I think.
2: Think. Just, just dropped it. Off. Yeah, he yeah, cost too much money. Cost too yeah. much money. Right, right, right,
3: right. I think it makes the relationship even worse. That at least from Marshall's side, he had to go through all the shit, spending. How long was it? Six weeks in existence, at least, like in real lifetime. And he comes back, and then he loses Nathan again.
1: Yep. And you yeah. still got the radiant going yeah. after him. Don't forget, the radiant's yes. still haunting him and whatever. So you know, it could be like a Bilbo Baggins situation with Frodo, really. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Also, you know, I th- yeah. I think when they when they sit down and have the time to talk, they'll they'll be able to because they've been so distracted and it's been such yep. a rush. He came back from his existence. They haven't really had the chance to talk. They've been putting it off, but i think they'll. they'll it's definitely weird. overdue
0: it's like it's like imagine that you work somewhere and then like you were gone and then you come back to see your friend is in the position you used to work in yeah 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 like it's like that's weird it's like it's just like and then he's just like and it's it's not like just necessarily a job but these are like superpowers too so it's like a job and it's like responsibility and it's like it's like all these kind of things but it, it's weird because Nathan's telling him like okay what happened like did you kill this guy and he's like nah bro like it's even worse there's crypto bros and he shows them first of all gotta applaud the Radiant Black team here for this amazing symbol I love I love symbolism I love when comics introduce cool symbols or mess with existing symbols or just do shit like this it's it's awesome I love the Punisher looking (laughs) Radiant Black logo because it just looks like I imagine if Punisher ever wanted to like send Radiant Black a signal it'd be like that like, I just love the the whole skull thing. I love it. Uh, the NFT, of course. I, I don't support NFTs. I don't like NFTs personally. But I think this whole idea in the comic is a cool, like, taunt from Shear. So props to the team mm-hmm. for that. And then the next page, you get this awesome spread with Shear just, like, literally jumping <laughs> in the air, like, using what looks like drone <laughs> oh, cams to record him. Yeah, it's, it's like a, what's what's the name of the Mysterio? That's the Mysterio thing, no? he's like, those cams yeah. floating around recording yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this guy's, like, really smart, and he's resourceful, apparently. Yeah, he, he, does, really, he, he definitely has doosh. some
2: cool technology. He definitely has some cool technology. I'm going to be curious to see. Actually, we didn't really see the extent of his hand. He didn't really get a chance to show off his hand to hand skills, but we might be able to get a chance to see that later on. He
3: oh. was he was very close to being, uh, as they say, pimpsmacked as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The reason Raven Black is is like quickly climbing to be like my favorite superhero is when he goes, little vice douchebag, just the first time you see somebody. Like, it's amazing. Calling someone <laughs> just a douchebag. Like, straight up. Like, that's yeah. what we do. I love how this universe, like, we don't need the marble candy coat where you're making your own universe. Not saying that that's not important and amazing in its own way, but we can be realistic. Like, this is how people would talk. Like, to the point where it's like this dialogue, like, it, it just it flows, right? It flows like a river. Like,
2: these are just how people talk. Like, it's re-
1: Yeah. Telling <laughs> TikTokers to go kill themselves. I'm like, yeah, that does, it's not like I'm reading a book. It's like I'm hearing something my friend would say. It's really <laughs> Really well done,
0: yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, like, were you? What did you guys think of this next page? Where like, you know, the lights just start shining, and he just gets fucking smacked by radiant black. Like, for, I I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting Me, like didn't. some epic showdown, and this dude gets his ass handed to. Like, there isn't even a fight here. He just he just like look at his yeah. face when he takes the mask off. Like, this dude is beat. Man, I I will say that's that's the one thing that
3: I'm slightly disappointed by. In the grand scheme of things, I still love the issue, but I was definitely expecting a fight, especially with the with the iconic like cover homage. But I do want to point out because you know he does appear to be at least resourceful or smart, but he he didn't turn off his location. Like that's yep. that's the the easiest thing you could do to cover up your tracks, right? Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: he yeah. A, he had a rough morning.
0: Exactly, and that just shows you like. You know, maybe Marshall isn't the smartest, but he's at least resourceful in that sense. But also, I just, this is definitely along the lines of the concerns people are showing for, like, or Marshall specifically starting to kind of move towards the dark side, because it's kind of aggressive. Like, I I, a part of me is like, yeah, I totally understand Marshall because you're trying to send a statement. You're trying to, you know, send these guys a message. Basically, you know, fuck off. Like, don't mess around in this city because Radiant Black is, you know, patrolling. But... At the same time, it's like, this was a bit extreme. Like, the, <laughs> just, the,
1: uh, the arm break, and he looks like he's enjoying it, too. And he's like, grab me right. a bitch. Like, you're saying catchphrases in front of it. It's something you had remorse for. No, he's doing the catchphrase and stuff like that. Like, come on, come
3: on. Does, uh, love, does, Marshall, does Marshall at this point know that they charged their tech off of him or other radians?
2: Yes, I think i think so yeah they they must have found that after super massive i think they kind of yeah. they're like okay we're gonna over yeah. Oh, yeah
3: yeah yeah yeah. you're right you're right he did no, that's yeah, massive probably. after
0: yeah, yeah. after shift because shift takes place before this because at this point yes. they're already packing everything up after they teleported back to get the new charging the new charge sorry from radiant black Do you know what i'm saying yes. yeah, yeah 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 so, yeah, so yeah. He the found shift out, story happened like then. a few issues ago in continuity. yeah yeah. yep so he found out from that point on yeah so i think yeah he knows and then he said he did say it too in front of girl red and uh rogue son not to shoot the guy because he's being charged so yes he, so he knows you know yeah. i love the crypto yeah.
1: terrorist is a thing in universe now the crypto terrorist <laughs> that's, that's the perfect title for this year guy that's ridiculous yes
2: yes crypto <laughs> Terrace is canon, but uh, yeah, no, the the snap, I definitely like the display of his powers, like some things you don't even think of that, like he'd be able to do, but it's just some some small things like that. And I I was going to say on this next page, I was just looking at this thing forever like just kind of an homage to that to to that last issue him kind of going towards excel in the rain and you got the fire behind him this time the awesome colors but you got the black around and a lot of inks in this and it it, it looks really awesome
0: for sure Yeah. yeah I mean, that snap was intense. So that's where I'm beginning to think, yeah, like he's going dark because it's one thing to jump sheer who left his data on and everything. But this dude is like jumping the whole crew together. He's just went for shift. He's got the other guys like he's burning down the building and leaving them in it with just enough time for the for the fire department to get to them and the police. It's just like that's kind of crazy. That's like that's yeah. dark, that's dark. And yeah, we got crypto terrorists here. So sheer and you know, he so he's guessing that the guy is not dead because his name is Shift but Marshall tells him everybody's alive and he's like how else can I disappoint you but he just lets him know and this is where we begin to see that friction for real like this is there's some real friction here despite them despite him saving him despite them trying to get back the mojo together and everything it seems like this is the first time they really fundamentally disagree on something that really matters and it's going to manifest into something bigger because as we see like Nathan is a little bit defensive, and, you know, Marshall's just like, whatever, but, you know, let's make up, and without a doubt, but you see as he turns around, as the issue's ending, you see kind of Marshall looking back almost like he feels some remorse, but then you see Nathan being dialed up again by the the mech, or the the, the big robot, and this time he tunes in, so that, you know, speck of doubt within Nathan has turned into something much more, and I'm excited to see what this manifests into in the future of Ready Black. This
3: seed has been planted for a while, and I'm excited to finally see what's going to happen with Nathan and the big bot.
0: We saw it in Supermassive, he looked at the future, right? We, we we don't know right now if it's they see their own futures or not for sure. I don't know if that's actually ever been officially clarified. It might just but, be a Wendell yeah, thing. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, yeah so yeah. But he does see that, that Spectrum Radiant Phantom whatever being, right? And that could be Marshall. That could be Marshall turning into... His future self, like an evil version of himself, or or just himself in the future, where he becomes evil, and then Nathan becomes Radiant Black or something. You know what I mean? That would be interesting, or vice versa. I don't know. With Radiant Black, everything is always off the, uh, on the table. You never know what's gonna happen. It's unpredictable. It's awesome. I'm I'm very excited. But we also got a little twist here in the next page, which is you know a little bit. uh cliffhanger but we see that one of the drone cameras was actually salvaged from the wreckage and that it's it's in the hands of the firemen which i'm assuming it's going to get to the authorities so if they is this the beginning of marshall turning dark is this going to be what are we going to see i have one of two theories i'm thinking either we're going to see a smear campaign by (laughs) sheer (laughs) where he's gonna literally use this footage to make radiant black seem like a piece of shit to the media because we all know how powerful youtube and all that stuff is and these crypto bros they're dumb but they they understand social media so maybe they're going to use you know that to manipulate the good yeah you know the the public's the way they view radiant black to to turn on him because we've already seen marshall very vulnerable to how the city feels about him he's almost left several times so that could be a way they go or it could be like the Mysterio angle where they try to just frame him as being a murderer and then it gets Nathan to go, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, I need to take that away from you. And then we get back off. Like, I don't know. That's what I think so far. I, I agree with
3: this smear campaign thing. I think it's going to be a shot of him uh, snapping the one of the guys' like, arms, both of them. And it's one thing to to hear about injuries and another yeah, thing to burning, see. Yeah, but burning down the like,
0: house and leaving them. And too. Yeah,
3: that too. That's right. That I'm just yeah. saying it's one thing to hear about it, like on the news, someone explaining what happened, and a different thing to see it actually happen. Yeah. So I think right now the public may be on his side, but soon when the smear campaign starts, they're going to start being like, oh, this guy's a little sketchy. Exactly. Even the Circle Guy News
1: sense. can't help with this one. Like, really, mm-hmm. this is a big deal. Yeah, so that's this is big We
3: just up. saw
0: that this is the first time he's happy with the media's perspective on him, right? So that yeah. could be a big change, like, next issue. Yeah,
2: yeah I agree.
0: What's your other theory? Uh, and my other theory was just that Nathan would would eventually want to take the radium back and fight him because he thinks oh, he's wielding it responsibly. I think we're
1: on a path where they both have yeah. a power,
0: and we both see them face off with
1: superpowers, yeah. which will be a... Friggin' intense so you take a storyline yes. you've already we already like in 14 issues their relationship is like it's crazy the things that they've gone through already and like to actually see them physically fight is going to be amazing and i can't wait because i feel like that's happening
0: yeah and i can't wait like truly and everybody's been raving about wendell and for good reason wendell's amazing like wendell's an awesome character we're so we're all excited here for more radiant yellow but i just want to say I, I can't believe some of the some of the hype for Wendell recently, and I'm very excited to to get more of Wendell in the future. I really feel like he's gonna be just even more of it. We we said he was an A tier character, right? When we did the thing. I just feel like he's gonna hit as easily once we see more of him. Definitely yeah. by next year, for sure.
2: Yep. hundred oh, Totally.
1: Agree. It's so crazy how this felt like a team up book, right? Like it did, and like Higgins, you know, famously, you have no idea what this book is, right? And it feels like forever since we've seen the other radians i'm excited to get uh back is, to window well, like four months i guess right Dunbury,
2: yeah no idea
0: what this book is, is there's a big twist coming 100%. you guys don't even know what it is yet <laughs> <laughs> all righty, all right so i think that's good place to kill it for radium black 14 um obviously I, if you guys haven't read the letter section yet we had some people from the from the podcast and the discord being featured my letter was featured and it was answered oh, yeah. in the most michael fashion possible. So. I uh, Thank you, Michael, for doing that. And then also James, who I believe is um, Theta Campanile, if I'm not mistaken, Campanile. So his letter was featured as well. Really cool to see. Can't wait. And if you have been, if you're a fan, and I think I honestly might cave to this. If you're a fan, there's always Rainy Black merch. There's a shirt right now with the Rainy Black uh, sheer NFT. I might honestly get that. God damn it. So <laughs> I just <laughs> want to say that that
3: sheer NFT is way better than any of the monkey ones I've seen.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, I don't think it's a real NFT, by the way, but, like, obviously not. But, like, yeah, because they hate NFTs. At least, I know Michael hates NFTs, so, like, I don't think they'd ever do that. But um, <laughs> I think it's funny for them to poke, poke fun at it because, you know, Crypto Bros are hilarious. But oh, moving man. on beast heart strikers was awesome we've already covered that with, with, the, with the other guys in the interview so i'm not going to talk about it here but i just want to give them a shout out if you haven't checked out beast heart strikers check it out it's so awesome land Pitts and joe hunter and frank svetkovic are doing something amazing here i highly recommend it to people who like tokusatsu or just fun comic books all right guys let's move on to rogue sun three so first of all i just want to say rogue sun three I, I'm so thrilled with this comic book, truly, like, Ryan Parrott, This is the Abel, best issue so far. This is awesome. Oh, this is yeah. my favorite. Every issue just gets better. Like, I got, uh, seriously, oh, oh, my God, I'm so excited. To talk about I mean, Ryan, Ryan Parrott, Abel, <laughs> Crystal and Becky Carey, you guys are killing it. This is an amazing, amazing comic book. I got logo design by Fauna Graphics and, obviously, editing and designing by Michael Basudo. One thing I just want to say before we dive into this issue is that I was looking at the issues earlier today. Because someone asked questions about, you know, the release dates for Massive Verse books, which prompted me to do a little review. And I saw that of all the issues of Rogue Sun released so far, we've had covers for six, right? We, we have three out, we have covers for six. For whatever reason, and I don't know if this is just pure coincidence, pure, like, just because it goes with the title. But Rogue sun number four, the title's pink. All the other issues, it's white title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And Michael's already told us that Rogue Sun 4 is a big issue. He said this. Kyle said this. He said it's a big oh. issue with implications for the Massiverse. That's what he said. Last time we so, saw
1: the pink text in the Massiverse was the, you know, the existence issue, the yeah. black
0: light, which is a big exactly. deal. Exactly. Which yeah, exactly. And it was Ooh, specifically point, the black light right? variant, which you pointed right. out exactly. So that's really cool to see that I don't know if, even if it's just for the for the isn't
1: all like the same shade the same shade, right? Like the same shade of like pink, right?
0: Uh, I I think so. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'd have to put them side by side, but I think you're correct. But for me, it's just me. it just it just looks beautiful, even if it's just for an aesthetic choice. I think it's awesome. Um, either way, keep an eye out for Rogue sun Four. I can't wait, especially after the ending of this issue, which we'll talk about shortly. So yeah, yeah. We, we go in. We start right off with with uh, with Ari right Ari and and yeah. uh, Dylan. So Dylan's in the car. She's giving him a ride because obviously last issue we saw when. Dylan was riding his car. He got attacked by the wolf. What was it? Wolf thing? <laughs> it's like a
1: wolf vampire or whatever. The wolf vampire thing. Yeah.
0: The blood racist, moon, baby. It was a racist too. I mean, yeah, it Billy like blood in. moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was awesome. a lot of things. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so we see here that um you know she's giving him a ride to. She's taking him to the store, obviously, and we're gonna see. This was what,
1: such a cool place. We'll talk about oh, that. Yeah.
0: I, I was surprised. I was like, "Why are they going to the jewelry store? Like this old weird place?" And oh my god, this is one of the coolest things I've seen in a comic in a minute. So obviously, we get to the jewel store. Is it was it Dolly's jewels, or I think it's called the Dottie, Crystal, Dottie. Dottie, jewels. That, yeah. It's called the Crystal Menagerie, right? Also known as the Crystal Menagerie. So you know, this is they're taking the racist werewolf here, the werewolf vampire, and you know, she's asking like, <laughs> "Why?" He's asking her like, "Why are we coming to a jewelry store?" and she's just like come on, like come, just follow me. And that's where we meet Dottie for the first time. Gotta say, I love Dottie. She's super badass so far. I really hope we see more of her in the future because I like what we've seen so far. I like the the sass she gives Dylan. Like she doesn't even give a shit that he's a rogue son. Like like who cares. (laughs)
1: Yeah I I like the shit in Blade like where like things are kind of like hidden like in like mundane places that like hold like spiritual stuff or like evil stuff like the undead or stuff you'd see in like like Men in Black and stuff like that where it's where you it's you wouldn't think to find such supernatural or sci-fi stuff I I think this whole crystal shop concept of storing storing demons and stuff in uh, in gems and diamonds and stuff like that is genius and I love it.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely cool. I I like how we definitely in that first issue or two kind of just got right to the jump. And I remember at first we were kind of like, oh, a, a little questionable, like, oh, was that a little a little too quick? He just kind of got the powers and went with it. But that allows us to also get to this stuff and kind of explore the universe even deeper. And I'm I'm really excited to explore cons concepts like this because what we got coming next is definitely going to be special yeah
1: we've really only seen like 15 minutes of a movie or like 45 yeah. minutes at this point right oh, yeah. so it's we're the story's unfolding and it's really cool and we got, we're going to see the crescendo and it's going to be amazing
0: yeah and I gotta say Dottie's got some sass because you know as he as she tells him you know, honey, I'm the only thing standing between you and your own personal arm again. so when you speak to me, you put a "ma'am" at the end of the sentence understood. And he's just like, yes, ma'am. Yes. I like, like continues I... with the zingers because she says, I swear I'm going to end up with that whole family of racist rednecks in here someday. So, <laughs> so we've seen that, that Dolly is a kind of a collector here.
2: Oh, I don't. I think this is actually the first person Dylan's listened to as of yet in the series. Like, or not. Yeah, he yeah, respect to
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, so not, I really not like that. Yeah, not reluctantly. That's true. He does listen to his dad when he's losing the vampire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like this is the first time he actually like willingly. <laughs> like, I feel like he he immediately <laughs> understood the gravity
2: of the situation. When she he's said, like, like, OK, you're in charge. <laughs> She's, a yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, like, She's a warden. She's literally a prison oh, yeah. warden. No, like, literally. Like, yeah. yeah she she like literally is, I'm not, not fucking with like a supernatural prison warden. Very, um, yeah.
2: Amanda Waller vibes a little bit. No, but. Oh, is, yeah.
1: And supernatural too. I get a lot of supernatural vibes from this, which I like.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's almost like a Nick Fury, Amanda Waller vibe. I don't know why. Like She has yes. that very, like, authoritative firm figure. Yeah, like, I dig it. But, yeah, um, mm-hmm. very cool visual we see of, like, the trapping within the diamond. That's so cool. I love that. I thought that was really awesome. I don't know. This comic is is amazing. And I love, I, I just got to say, I don't know whose idea this was, whether it was the writer, the, the artist, I don't know who, the, the editor, all of you. But the panel where she's taking the 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 vampire into the Chris the diamond and then the whole panel the next panel goes black and white almost to show you the effect i love that i love that it's so good so good um a couple
3: of panels lower too and they kind of show you like kind of silhouettes of what's in each crystal i wonder if we'll see some of these in the future like one of them looks like a phoenix one of them looks like a mermaid
1: oh, kind of. There's a it's sword. issue seven, Cameo oh. City. We're in Beijing or in Tokyo right now looking at the billboard. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely.
0: Can't wait. Especially in, in five years in the next DC crisis when Mare Master comes here to break them all out. <laughs> but we will, we will see these for sure. I'll tell you, like, this is pure setup for the future, and I love it. This is like that scene in Invincible Season 1 where they show you fucking conquest and you're like the viewer who like has never read the comic and you're like what the fuck is that old man it's just I mean, another dude with a stash <laughs> yeah fix. i just i just feel like so many people are gonna like watch the season with conquest and then go back and then see like oh my fucking god they showed him in that brief season. yeah He's like, right there it was yeah. just teasing yeah him. for sure for sure but yeah, yeah but it like even I... gave me
2: those batman batman the animated series vibes a little like just going through arkham and seeing yes. seeing the rogues yeah. gallery yes. like side to side yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like
1: and any prison sense. in comics is definitely, there's going to be a breakout or there's going to be, you know, who knows if the whole store gets broken into and everyone gets unleashed, then, you know, there would be an amazing event that I just spoiled and can't happen now, but
0: whatever. But yeah, so we see the next part of this, of this um, prison, I guess, and, or menagerie, but I like that word much better, menagerie, and um yeah, it's interesting because we see like these chandeliers and everything, and he's asking how it's possible, and, you know, that's obviously magic and a whole lot of adults revision, but it, it, diamonds work because they're the hardest substance on earth they're very secure so yeah and, and, and it's interesting because we see both of them studying this area which will make sense later on but they're both very curious about this whole setup particularly ori who seems to be fascinated by the whole thing and is very curious i i, I kind of want to
3: say a spoiler but I'm, I'm assuming if you're listening to this you've read the issue the last panel, the last two panels before they leave uh, her store, when she says, when Ari says Dottie's been the warden like her mother, her mother before her, all the, cl- the crystals are blue except the one pink one. And then mm-hmm. in the next panel, you see her put Ooh. her arm behind her back. And I, I think that's a little teaser foreshadow to what happens later on. And
1: mm-hmm. the next issue, pink crystal, pink title, we I get more yeah, glory we- as
3: well. We see her at the end of uh, this issue too. I'm pretty sure, and she she has like pink-ish power. So I'm pretty sure this is when it happened. This is when she plucked that crystal. In.
1: It could be her back yeah. like I Yeah. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Good catch. And yeah. Yeah. Like, really good. Yeah, that's very very interesting. I, I'm I was very shocked with that reveal. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, yeah, moving on. So yeah, we we see uh, you know Dylan's immediate reaction upon leaving is well, that is just a fan of the fountain of rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> so yeah, he's on the com talking to. Is he still, it sounds like he's still talking to Ori. So he lands in the warehouse where I, think, that's, I think he's talking to his dad, actually.
3: Oh, his okay. Dad, the red no, you're, line you're right. the bubbles, so? You're right,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's talking to his dad and he lands in the warehouse where Marcus died and they're investigating the whole thing. And that's where he freaks out for a second because he thinks he sees the villain, but it's just a projection. And I thought, holy shit, like, not only, you know, can Rogue Son do all this other stuff, but it has, like, almost projection powers. That's so cool. Like. You yeah, could, I like, c- <laughs> CSI, Rogue <Son.
2: laughs> Got They got their own danger room in there, and they can practice in and You could have yeah, your own no, Tupac
1: concert it. and everything.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah. Just get yourself the, the, the Rogue <laughs> Son crystal, and you good. But, um, yeah, that's interesting because, you know, he's trying to have a dialogue with his dad and, and uh, you know, get to know more. And, and it kind of does get to know more because this is where he begins to reveal to him potential suspects. And it's interesting because the first suspect is Brock, which my uh, is this world's Damien basically. Uh, where he just tells him, Yeah, I think you know, Brock's the the one who would have killed me the most because he really wanted to be Rogue's son. And that's interesting because obviously we've already talked about the other issues, how Brock is almost have this like frenemy rivalry with with Dylan because he wanted to be Rogue's son so bad. You know, he thought he was worthy Damien. I mean <laughs> Brock <laughs> thought he was worthy of the mantle. Sounds very familiar. Um but he you know he doesn't he doesn't think Dylan deserves it. And here we see that not only does he think that uh, Brock is the first person to be a suspect, but also he gave it to Dylan. He gave the Rogue Sun Crystal to Dylan because he didn't know him, which is kind of shitty, to be honest. Like it makes yeah. Dylan feel kind of worthless. And who? What
1: kind of person is he? Like, you don't know what kind of person you're giving the crystal to. If you don't know him, he could be, you know, he could be a bully. He could be even
2: worse. You don't know. He could be like a serial killer throwing like cats into a fire or something. You don't know. Anyway. Yeah. What wasn't his reason? He didn't like. He didn't want to put his children in danger. Kind of thing. Like it, yeah. he definitely said yeah. that. He said that. Yeah.
0: So yeah. he's like, he's not a completely heartless bastard. He's just, uh, <laughs> he's just the bastard. <laughs> just, <laughs> like the, just mostly. Just a bastard. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's interesting because. He's telling him about this moment where, you know, Brock did says he did, made a mistake and, you know, despite like no matter what he does, he can't fix that mistake. And and then Marcus, you know, has a dad moment or the best attempt at a dad moment where he tells him just spend every day trying to make up for it. And that's kind of projection, I feel like, because we're kind of seeing a little bit of at least Marcus's origin there. Like maybe that's his reasoning for why he's Rogue Son. He, he spends every day trying to atone and make up for something that he messed up for in his life. I don't know, I thought that was interesting characterization there, but he leaves, and that's the context, so we go back to their house, and we're, obviously, we're investigating Brock's whereabouts, and we see, this was very Damien, This super Damien, I don't give a fuck what anyone says, he opens a drawer, and he sees just wads of cash, like, like straight up <laughs> rolled up hundreds, like, what? So i mean me they they are super rich too <laughs> well, this so. kid's definitely a psychopath look how fucking neatly folded his like suit jackets are what the fuck man like who wears that <laughs> shit at that age
2: you would think they would they did they have a maid or they they, they had that one alfred person maybe they gave him a hand but, oh yeah uh, that's true. No, that that's definitely weird
3: maybe but now that you mention it, i don't think i've seen him or we've seen him without a suit on so far yeah, dude, he's oh, a yeah,
1: weird. No. Kid. <laughs> but he's got to hide the money as well, so he probably handles the stuff himself.
0: But yeah. I'm, I'm like getting like, like Gaslight vibes from Strange Academy. Like when we get to the next Ooh. scene, like I don't know why. Yeah, definitely. It's no, definitely like, for yeah. sure. It's yeah, in both
3: Louisiana
2: and a swamp. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah,
0: swamp and shit, and it's just creepy and dark, and this is a supernatural book. Yeah, this and, was a fun scene. Yeah, and he just sneaks up on this like weird, fucking creature-looking thing, and and. <laughs> And it's carrying like a spine-like staff, which I thought was really cool. It looks like a a bird spine or something. I don't know, man. That's this is a cool creature. I just want to say, cool design. And yeah, this is some shady shit. That's that's the perfect definition for some shady shit. And this is where the whole deal starts to go south because the guy feels threatened by the rogue son being there, and he was, you know, he was he was promised the the, the boy would come alone, so he attacks the kid. And that's when Dylan just reacts impulsively, being a teenager. And that's when we see them fight for the first time. It's really interesting because this is a witch doctor apparently, and it's it's like body is is what is it like made up of all the different people at eight or something like that.
1: It's amazing, so. is what it is. I, I love this. This is one of my favorite villains in the whole. It's roadkill. Uh,
0: his, his look depends on whatever roadkill he finds and adds to his body. That's cool. That's awesome. Genius. That's oh cool. yeah.
3: Genius. That's cool. If you yeah. look at his limbs
1: there He's is some legs bigger
0: than the other. Right Yo, there, is yes you know, Yeah,
3: he looks like the tree sentinels, the tree yeah, sentinel yeah.
0: bosses you fight. Yeah. yeah. He, he, look, he looks like yeah, exactly. He looks like the the first the first boss you fight in the Stormbell Castle. I forgot their name. <laughs> that's, the markets, that's Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he looks more like Margit a little bit. Yeah, so it's like First of all, I just want to praise again, you know, I haven't said enough, Abel's artwork on this series is incredible. I'm a big fan. I think one of the biggest successes to come out of Reading Black aside from the the franchise or the, the the comic itself is the master verse obviously is is the the for me the discovery of Marcelo Costa as an artist because they said that prior to that he's mostly did, done coloring but they just discovered that he's also a really good artist and I, I just fell in love with Marcelo Costa's art and for me I, I feel the mm-hmm. same way about Abel's artwork here I just really love Abel's artwork I want to see more of Abel's art I want to see him to work at DC at Marvel I just think he's excellent. I love I love how this book feels like its own book. Like yeah, it's a massive verse book, yeah. but it doesn't just it's got feel a great like aesthetic. Another. Yes, it has its own. You know, you're reading aesthetic.
1: Rogues on every page.
0: Yep, That's and it true. has the style, right? It's darker. It's darker than the bright colored, uh, radiant black books. It's darker. It has this like supernatural dark hues to it. I love it. It's Oranges, yeah. yeah, different vibes and different themes too. Like it's it's definitely
3: a it's definitely a really good experience going from one book to the other. Like it's it's very refreshing i love it
2: no oh, it is the the villain and and i love too. like even the difference in villains like how this guy like the connect that first punch he gives him when he first runs up to teddy trench coat is that is that kind of just trash talk is that or is that what we're calling this guy Teddy trench coat. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah, no, that that kinetic punch with his eyeball kind of like falling out. Like, I'm just, I'm so excited to see like what Abel's gonna be doing with some of these villains and just what what else we're gonna see because like, this spine staff is just so cool
0: yeah just interesting this this whole encounter goes a very interesting direction because the person says that they never kill unless they have to which i thought was also a very a cool approach to this character so they leave and make sure that uh but this time you know he basically cuts the kid's supply off telling him i'm gonna make sure no other you know other dealers deal to you so you're fucked." and you know brock's pretty triggered here because you know, first of all, he loses the mantle to this kid, who's just some nobody, and then second, he messed up his drug deal, and then he just tells him no, like that sage isn't a drug you idiot, it's a summoning herb. he said he was going to use it to bring his dad back, and that's when you see that Brock's kind of sad because in his school, all these kids talk about their their dads as their senators or athletes or movie stars, but they'll never know that his dad was rogue's son and he here we get more of his his background of scene like he doesn't understand why Dylan was chosen when when he hates Marcus which is very valid you know
1: here's where rogue Son a rogue pulls a Superman in uh, Shazam there. <laughs> like
0: yeah I was just in, like, thinking
2: that right yeah oh, <laughs> yeah
0: weird.
1: yeah oh, not to spoil um, Shazam but I haven't seen Shazam I mean you know that's that, I lo- that's like my favorite of the DCU movies that's like top three anyways
2: it's such a yeah. fun movie
1: and you got the ramones Good. at the end of course and there's never a bad superhero movie with the ramones in the in the credits and credits uh, you you've heard it here first <laughs> but yeah no i love this new villain he's amazing and i do get swamp thing vibes from him as well with like swamp Thing doesn't hate humans but there is like the disconnect of like i'm not human like whatever he's made of like we yeah. and stuff like that also frankenstein is stack like a lot there's a lot of great like we talked with land pits like a lot of familiar ingredients and like this the dish turned out amazing as we have this like new like carcass creature and i'm here for it
0: so, yeah, like this is where we see an interesting moment, which I think is going to be very dangerous down the line. If, if, because teenagers often say shit. And if this is one of those cases, I think this is going to be potentially dangerous for Marcus, because or for Dylan, because he says, Look, man, I'm only holding on to this stupid stone until you're old enough. And then you got to take it off my hands, okay? And he says, You promise? And he says, Absolutely. You're going to be a superhero one day. And then you get to deal with him yapping and yer-yer all the time. And that's where Brock hugs him. So I think their relationship got a lot stronger there. But that's interesting because I feel like now there's going to be that expectation for Brock, right? That he's going to be Rogue's son one day and that's going to change his entire approach to to Dylan and how he talks to him and how he... And I think long-term, if Dylan... Like, we, we don't really know what the fuck is going on. So maybe Dylan decides that he wants to be Rogue's son and that's going to cause a lot of friction and give us like a sort of, you know, almost like a rival in Brock later on so i think this is a very interesting page here that could have very very big ramifications later down the line. yeah it's just how
1: capable he is too right like he's doing deals with like weird creatures like how's he getting he's got these hookups already like this guy's crafty (laughs) dude if this was damien
0: if this was like if this character was really damien this would all have been a fucking setup like on purpose to like make him walk into that deal and and like manipulate him you know like if he was there like that's what that's what he would do man but I don't know. I, I'm I I prefer the more positive uh, approach that you guys said. So yeah, we're going back to Dolly after that really cool emotional scene, and we see that Dolly's doing the rounds, you know, checking on all the the prisoners. But then she realizes one's missing, the and pink one. uh, yeah, exactly, really? pink one. Good call, which, Ellie. Yeah. So holy this shit, that, okay. she has a revelation at that moment because she realizes it was Ori. And now this changes everything because we see that Ori is indeed a villain. She put on her and mask. And she's Hawk Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a little bit of a vibes yeah,
3: from it's yeah. like
0: both. It's like Cortana yeah. and Hawk. Yeah, it's a good like both. Yeah. I just yeah, I I I don't know. I, I like the look, honestly. It's very it's like It's cool. Yeah, it's very it's
1: I didn't just, expect a heel turn this earlier. This is crazy. No, no, yeah. yeah I I or I, I, all. I like that. Yeah, yeah I love, even like the aesthetic
2: the on pizza. on the yeah. on the like the purple and black words that that's cool too. I I really like that. Oh
3: so yeah, I'm, I'm assuming now she's the one who
0: ordered the kill yes. on uh, Marcus. Yeah. That's 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 I think that's the running, or at action. least
3: that's what they're trying to imply. That's the
0: yeah. the predominant yeah. theory.
3: Yes. Yeah. This is the current I theory. So
0: so I, I can see it. It's interesting. But is that a play for the sun crystal? Like, is that what we're talking? Is this some? Is this a play for the sun crystal? Is this like? A, a grudge what what is this like that's I what mean, I she definitely wanted the sun crystal too I mean, she she might not have been
3: as as vocal as uh Brock, but she she definitely wants it as well is
1: mark is not an asshole too he's a shitty dad right so she can see why you know we've heard nothing really that's good fair. about him right like so there's a lot of you know teenagers rebel all the time this is a big way of rebelling for sure is getting your dad killed and trying to steal the superpowers but if i think there's probably a reason power corrupts like i said earlier so who knows
2: yeah yeah that's true and another awesome looking another awesome looking villain just wanted to say
0: yeah and then we get we get another teaser page at the end where we see somewhere someone's just running it it looks like a creature but it also looks like a human i don't know it just looks like a human for now but it looks like it also could be like a werewolf or something Beast Boy last issue running black now we get the very beast boy (laughs) looking dude here exactly (laughs) he's just running he opens a door in the middle of nowhere very eerie and you get this whole i I can't even describe how glorious yeah, this page I... is, you have to <laughs> so <see it>. <laughs> this is some like radio yep. black existence shit right there, yeah, I saw yeah. it, like, I, I loved it, this is like the kind of shit I live for, and it's hell's got, distance or it
1: something, makes, like, it's, it's really cool,
0: to tell me these guys aren't like other rogue sons too, You see, yeah, like, that,
2: and, that's, uh, there could cool be more theory. than
1: one, maybe more throughout time,
2: here. or is there, are we introducing a multiverse here, I, I, I'm not sure, but, well yeah, twilight no, zone is
1: involved with that door in the cornfield for sure very twilight zony i find yeah, and it's yeah. cool and i'm here for
2: it. yeah this yeah no this page was just got me so excited like it, it was just awesome i was just staring this at this song, thing forever this
0: one has a giant spear too and he's way more bulky and then he's oh, hung like a scarecrow like rogue Sun. so that's very. yeah cool. like... <laughs> i heard that word. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's so sweet. Yep. And I also yep. want to mention that my uh, my cat in the fire joke was actually basically foreshadowing because, uh, you know, that's what the, we see uh, Dylan talk about there when he's talking about the friend there that uh, threw the cat in the fire. So there we go. So I, and I didn't even reread this issue for like a week and a half. So it was just a coincidental. Not not on purpose, but it worked. Happy accident. But yeah, no this <laughs> this issue is fantastic. This is the, like so much to talk about.
2: Yeah, no, it, it really was just just that last just that last page alone. I, just so many possibilities. And I and I didn't think we'd be getting to like a place like this so quick. But I just I just can't wait. Yep.
3: Next issue is going to be a big one. Don't don't miss it. Don't miss
1: yeah,
2: it. Yeah, I
1: assume we're going to hear Ori's side of the story, maybe in that ride. Yeah. But yeah, I, I assume so. Pink seems to be that color that they're using uh, that's associated with her so i'm here for it
3: i like the little quote they had at the end for the teaser when they show the cover for next episode what i thought you said your dad was already dead it's kind of interesting to me i wonder I wonder what it means
0: yeah and there, i think that's a good place as i need to cap the discussion for Stump awesome issue i'm i'm really really looking forward to Rogue Sun number four because obviously of all the like it's one thing when you have implications for Rogue Sun, which is enough to hook me on for the next issue, but when you're saying there's implications to the Masterverse, so I'm I'm all in.
2: Oh, so
0: yeah. stay tuned for that. And yeah, thank you for joining us today on this episode of the Radiant Black Podcast. And uh stay ready, everybody.